there is something qualitatively different between resolutions at the beginning of the new year and setting intentions. Resolutions, intentions, they qualitatively feel different. The world no longer wants resolutions, or so it seems to me. Very few people are determining or resolving to do something this year. But we are creating goals, building intentions, determining how we want to show up in our lives. In the past month, I've done so much vision planning for me, with other homeschool moms, with my kids, with my husband, resolutions be gone, and intentions are welcomed. Today on the Homeschool Mama Self-Care Podcast, we're going to discuss finding a vision or creating a vision for your homeschool family in this 2024 new year. If we haven't met, I'm Teresa Wiedrich. I'm the Certified Life Coach and Homeschool Mentor found at www.capturing thecharmlife.com. If you too find this the perfect time of year to plan, other than, you know, July, August, and September, then I invite you to join me to clarify your vision for your homeschool family and for yourself in the 2024 new year. In the last month, I had an opportunity to put together a vision planning YouTube video, a homeschool mom edition vision planning YouTube video that was inspired by one of my girls. She created her own vision board and shared it with me. And it gave me an inspiration to share my vision, my goals, my intentions for 2024 too. So you can find that YouTube video over on my over on my YouTube channel called Homeschool Mom Wellness and Mindset Coach. But I know that if you could rewind a dozen years, 10 years, maybe even five years, I would not have had time to put together a YouTube video on my vision for this upcoming year because I was thick into things of homeschool, as you are as well. I might have wanted to find a vision for my homeschool, but the ordinary homeschool life demands did not allow me the time. I remember in my early family life, just dressing them and feeding them and keeping them safe seemed a daunting task. Finding time to go to the bathroom or shower without an audience was a challenge. But times they have changed, and so it turns out families also change too, and I have a lot more time than I did then. So not only am I spending time exploring my intentions for this year, which I have done for the last almost 15 years, maybe a year or two add or subtract to my homeschool years. I discovered this book, Sarah Susanka's book, The Not So Big Life. And at the back of her book were a series of questions that I'm going to bring to you today that helped me explore what my intentions will be for my upcoming year. I've gathered just a few of those questions. There are many more in her book. But one thing I know Before we determine what our vision should be for the upcoming year, we need to know where we've been in the last year. So grab your journal, grab a pen, and let's journal together. 
or if you just want to consider your thoughts in response to these questions, that's great too. You can always come over to my website, capturingthecharmlife.com, and search for the post, Thrive, Find a Vision for Your Family in the 2024 New Year. Okay, so let's consider your past year. How have you spent your time? What goals did you aspire to and how did you go about working toward them? What are the results of the actions you've taken? What events, realizations, and understandings have come into being? What has inspired you? What makes you grateful? What were your sorrows and disappointments and how have they changed you? What books have you read this year and what impact have they had? What movies or other entertainments have moved you and in what ways? What journeys have you taken this past year? And what conditioned patterns have you recognized in yourself? And what experiences have allowed you to see those patterns more clearly? These are the questions we can use to consider what our last year was like and to determine where we've been. Then you'll want to engage questions about your present. How are you different now from the way you were last year at this time? How can you integrate the key lessons of the past year into your life? Are there any strategies or phrases or questions that have particular significance for you right now? Are there any things you're trying to force into existence right now? If so, what would happen if you stopped trying to make them happen? To what part of yourself are you trying to give birth? P.S. If you're pregnant as you're listening, I do not mean your baby. (laughs) Who and what are you becoming? Has your experience of time changed since last year? I certainly know that the older I get, it seems to me that time does indeed fly. Okay, so you've considered a few thoughts about your present experience. Now I've got just two thoughts, two questions to engage about your future. Specifically this. What is it that you wish to focus on in the coming year? And if you could sum up all your desires or longings in a straightforward statement, spoken from the highest part of you, what would it be? After I complete my answers to the questions in the back of Sarah Susanka's book, I've always chosen three words to focus my days. I learned about choosing these three words through the author and coach Brendan Burchard, who, not coincidentally, is also the author of the book The Charge. And that book is the book we'll be reading in the Homeschool Mama Book Club this Friday. You're invited. If you want to learn more, head over to my patreon.com slash homeschool mama self-care support group. So I write these three intention words on 
pretty much every daily journal entry right at the very top. And I also slipped them into my then iPod because I didn't own an iPhone yet. Uh, slipped them into my iPod as a daily reminder. So every day I would be reminded by my intention. And you know what? I haven't done that yet. So I'm just going to grab my phone and look for my reminders because I mean, I last year I got so many reminders. I've started to ignore my reminders. <laughs> so I'm going to have to delete a few. Let's just see here. I'm going to put in my words. I explain more of my word choices this year on that YouTube video. But this year, my words are optimize, ouch, joy, and strength. Four words. Okay, now I've done that and I'm back. So if you want to dig deeper into ways to live your homeschool life more on purpose in the upcoming year, I encourage you to listen to my past episode titled Six Ways to Live Your Homeschool Life on Purpose. So let's talk about creating a vision, finding a vision, creating a vision for your homeschool this year different principles that I think you could include. If you want to check out my recently released 2024 Homeschool Mom Vision Planner, that's an actual guide that will help you walk through how to create a vision for the upcoming year, both for your homeschool, for you specifically, and also for your wellness plan. You can find the Homeschool Mom Vision Planner on my website, capturingthecharmedlife.com or over on Etsy. I've got an Etsy shop, homeschool self-care. So how do I find a vision for my homeschool? The first principle I would give you might not be what you think because it does not require your daytimer. It is to learn to be proactive, not reactive. There's something about being proactive in life that gets us flummoxed, flustered, overwhelmed, stressed, agitated, and definitely not occupied with the most important things. So learn to be proactive, not reactive. It's a natural go-to default setting to parenting, I think, reactivity. It's too easy. Suppose your teen intentionally walks away while you're telling her something. And your offense is your instinct. Your sharp remarks roll off your tongue. Suppose a child roars down the stairs with, Mom, she hurt me, took my thingy away, or isn't being fair. If I know that this scenario plays on repeat in my home, what am I going to do? If I know that one child reacts more harshly than seems appropriate, well, what am I going to do the next time I hear her lambasting her brother for touching her? When I can see that two kids fight whenever they're underslept, over-sugared, or overstimulated, how will I plan their days? I need to pre-plan or I'm going to react. I need to be proactive, not reactive, if I want clarity to focus on the most important things. By the way, it's not too late to join the five-day homeschool vision challenge if you want to clarify your intentions toward your home education. You can find a link to the Homeschool Vision Challenge on the show notes to this episode. 
Or if you want to get clearer on how to engage your kids, learn how to be proactive and less reactive, experience less guilt and frustration as a result, then join me in the group coaching program I'm offering in the next couple weeks. I'm interrupting this episode to invite you to join me for group coaching in the next two weeks. This group coaching program I've titled Foundations of Homeschool Mom Fulfillment. I've chosen these words very intentionally. Foundations because I can see now looking back, these were the things that I needed to know in order to feel fulfilled in my homeschool mom role. And as they grew, my fulfillment grew too. So if you're curious about this group coaching program, know that it is for the homeschool mom who wants to clarify her needs, create a plan to address them, reduce her stress, build stronger relationships, and feel more intentional in her mom life. So if you want to build boundaries into your homeschool and your life, clarify your needs, your relationships, and your identity, the six-week group coaching program I'll help you transform how you approach yourself, which I've learned directly influences others. It influences how you engage your kids. I'll help you shift your relationships towards a more satisfying approach that addresses others' feelings and needs and also requires that you ask others to address your feelings and needs too. And I'll help you clarify who you are and thereby also help you know how to focus in on the things that matter most in your personal vision for your life outside your homeschool mom role. You'll know this group coaching program is for you if you love your homeschool life, but you don't feel fulfilled. You know you're not meeting your own needs. You feel stressed or imbalanced generally. There's a person in you beyond your homeschool mom role, and she wants to have some creative expression. You know there are aspects of yourself that you wish to embrace more fully, but you struggle to integrate them into your regular life. Or you know you have issues with boundaries, but you're not clear why, and you're definitely not sure how to change it, but you spend too much time thinking about what other people think about maybe your homeschool or other things knowing that you want more time for you, but you're not getting it. Maybe you're answering the phone when you know you should be eyeball to eyeball with your kids. Or you're spending more time doing extracurriculars because people are asking you to participate, even though you want a quiet day at home. Maybe you're giving your time away in meaningful things, but not the most important things. Are you feeling obligated to field unsupportive questions about your homeschool choice? feeling exhausted by conflict with your partner or someone close? Do you know you're not showing up as you'd like with your kids, but you're not sure why or how? You're feeling guilty or ashamed at how you're showing up with your kids. Maybe you feel your kids are mistreating you, but you can't quite figure out if that's just them being kids or it's you. And maybe you feel unsupported, and you just don't think you can even ask the most important people in your life to help you. If this is you, you'll be served by this group coaching program. Straight up, if you identify with those thoughts, I would suggest you need boundaries. Boundaries, a word that's overused and doesn't have the kind of meaning that I've come to understand it means. I've come to understand, though, 
that the energy we have for our homeschools and lives is directly proportional to our established boundaries. The boundaries we have in our relationships, whether that be our relationships to others or ourselves, and also how we're framing the vision of our homeschool and also whether we should be focusing on ourselves in our homeschool mom lives. So this is my goal, to help you clarify your needs, create a plan to address them, reduce your stress, build stronger relationships, and feel more intentional and purposeful in your life. If this is something you would be interested in, shoot me an email at teresawiedrich at outlook.com. T-E-R-E-S-A-W-I-E-D-R-I-C-K at outlook.com. Now back to the episode. The second thing I encourage you to do to find a vision for your homeschool is to decide together with your kids to make a declaration. Okay, so when, you know I'm a Canadian, but when we were reading American history with our four kids, which by the way is easy to do because as a Canadian, there is not a lot of Canadian history for homeschool. Yes, I know there are a couple of websites. Shout out to Lisa Marie Fletcher and to Rowan Atkinson, and if I'm missing anybody, but I know there's very few resources for Canadians for history, but there's a whole lot for America and um, and various other parts of the world. And we did a deep dive into American history, partly because at the time I was using Sunlight Curriculum, partly because I was curious and also because my husband loves it. So when reading American history with our four kids, we studied the Declaration of Independence and the American Constitution to cement the learning we drafted a preamble to our family constitution. Together we wrote, We, the people of the Weedrick family, in order to form a more perfect family, establish harmony, ensure happiness, provide people space, promote consideration, secure privacy, share and help those in need. Do not play fear-inducing pranks on our kin. Do not create excessive noise to one's ear. Do not stir more trouble into our kin's life. We endeavor to keep the spirit in the bond of peace. This was primarily inspired by my three girls. Otherwise, I would have added a few more things, but, and probably changed the grammar, of course, but I was pleased that they knew how they wanted to be treated and what they valued and how they should treat each other. And as you know, it was a lovely document to pin to the fridge It was a thousand times easier to write than to implement, but it was a lovely way to remind ourselves what mattered. So you could create a declaration, a family vision statement. A third way to create a vision for your homeschool family is, you know, just a daydream. When I was pregnant with my first daughter, I daydreamed about my upcoming mothering days. My kids will be cute, I thought. And of course they are. They will be amusing little sidekicks to my already focused life. And as you know, I became the sidekick. The daydream crept toward reality in certain moments. Because the days sometimes were long and demanding and extending, but we can decide each morning to approach each day with intention and vision, because though the effort is immense, the payoff is greater. So ask yourself, what do you want your day to look like? Do you want to start a creative 
activity before the kids sit for breakfast? Do you want to have a 15-minute break after lunch? Consider if you want to spend the day learning together, or playing games, or crafting, or feeding the goats, helping the neighbors, building snow forts. What theme words do you want your family to live by? And what values do you aspire to? If you'd like to explore this further, you could consider listening to the podcast episode, How to Live Your Simple Homeschool Life on Purpose. You can go much deeper in crafting your homeschool vision statement, too, by listening to the episode especially dedicated to the homeschool vision statement. The fourth thing you can do to find a vision for your homeschool family in 2024 is to recognize that each child has a vision for their own life. We have our visions, but our kids develop theirs along the way, too. This, of course, might not be easy to see when they're three or eight or even 12. And even at age 18, they don't have some clear, laid out path, vision intended for their lives. I don't know what I'm going to be doing in the next 12 years. I'm 50 and I'll be probably retired by 65, whatever that'll mean. I probably won't do anything. I'll just keep doing whatever I'm doing because I love this. But anyway, I don't know what I'm going to do for the rest of my life. An 18-year-old doesn't either. We all are evolving and growing. But one thing I know for sure, kids have ideas about their life, what they want, what they don't want, how much independence they want how much of all sorts of things they want. And though we can't ask them to write a clear vision for their lives, we can watch them to learn what it is that matters to them right now. It might not be so hard to discover that your child just really wants to craft whenever they head over to the stack of old catalogs, are there catalogs still, or magazines, and they grab a pair of scissors and glue and a big collage paper and sit down to write their vision board. It might not be really hard to discover that they just like crafting sorts of things or planning sorts of things. Or maybe they're a lot younger and they just like playing in the flower bag. They like sensory stimulation. They like the sensation that they could be mixing things from hand to hand and allowing it to sift through their fingers. Maybe they just like staring at picture books for hours. Or maybe they love reading. Maybe they love hanging out in the backyard. Or maybe they even enjoy Minecraft or various other online gaming activities. All of these activities speak something about them and their vision. I know as my kids have grown, I've come to understand them better. Two kids are spitfires. Two of them generally follow the rules. Some love structured time and checking all the boxes. Some want to explore things their way. Thank you very much. Just as there are no two fingerprints the same, or no two DNA strands the same, each person contributes to our world. And I think if we allow that internal spark to grow, we'll actually help fan that spark to flames. And I also believe, as Plutarch says, the mind is not a vessel to be filled, but a fire to be kindled. And as Dr. Peter Benson summarizes in his TED Talk, We can ask our kids, what is their spark? What is their fire? 
we can notice the spark and thereby allow them to craft and find their own vision for their lives. It might help you to focus on each of your kids if you create a vision word for each of your homeschool kids. I wrote a post about how to choose vision words for your homeschool kids. You might want to check that out if you haven't decided on your words for each of your kids this year. You might create and find a vision for your homeschool family, but you'll need to adjust the vision along the journey. And that is the fifth thing that I want to encourage you to consider. Just as my personal growth has helped me enlarge and adjust my vision along the way, my personal growth has helped expand my parenting vision. These kiddos do the same thing day in, day out for such a long time that we, because we're around them all the time, we assume that that thing, their interest or that character trait is them. But then they stop doing that activity or they don't engage that way anymore and move on to something else. And that's called personal growth for them too. Sometimes a child might love something like they love British history and they're lost in the books that are all around British history or the monarchy. Then one day, all of a sudden, they have no time for reading at all. Sometimes they gravitate to the playroom for Barbies with their sisters for years, so many years that you wonder if it's appropriate if they are still playing Barbies, but then magically one day they don't want to play Barbies. Their interests expand along the way. So will their visions for themselves. So just as you shift and grow and learn, allow them to be themselves and shift and grow and learn too. The sixth element of finding a vision for your homeschool family is to craft a personal vision for yourself. A vision outside your homeschool mom vision. Just as we affirm our children to become who they were meant to be, we also want to do the same for ourselves. In the Build Your Boundaries journaling workbook, you could use chapter two, which is titled Your Relationship With You, because there's a bunch of questions there that will help to uncover who you are and what you're meant to do. If you want to learn more about yourself, if you want to get a clearer sense of your personal vision, then you need to spend time by yourself. Do you have time to be with yourself, by yourself, on the regular? I can probably guess at your answer because I meet so many of you and I know that the answer is probably no or definitely not enough. I don't think it's possible to necessarily get enough time to be by yourself and also fully be with the kids in a homeschool approach, but you want to create some time for yourself regularly. Now consider, if you're spending time by yourself, are you comfortable being by yourself? Maybe that's one of the reasons you're not making the time because you don't even know what you would do if you were by yourself besides clean something. Part of the alone time intention is to get familiar with being by yourself, experiencing separateness, being in solitude, which is definitely not our culture's tendency You want to have alone time. So I ask you, what could you do with yourself this week? Even if it's just 15 minutes. It's useful if you can get a regular dose of quiet too. Alone time does not always come with quiet. 
but maybe a hot cup of coffee or mint tea before anyone talks with you, aka a morning routine. Or maybe there's a quiet space for you to think in your home. I know what it is for our home. It's the electrical room because there is so much noise in the room that you can't hear anything outside the room. Or you could use noise cancellation headphones. Maybe you just go for a walk somewhere where nobody wants to join you. Maybe you're having a walk before the kids wake up. Find a quiet space to determine how you want to approach your day. You could include a morning routine that includes journaling, um, planning for the rest of your day, and just soaking in the quiet for as long as you are able. The goal is to find quiet, to find alone time, and also to find an all about you thing. What do I mean by that? An activity, an all about you thing that has nothing to do with homeschooling, even if you like the thing, that you're doing with your kids, find an activity that is just for you. For me, it's writing and gardening, reading and nature, snowshoeing yesterday, probably skiing tomorrow since there's going to be 20 inches of snow. I was told it was a 20 centimeters, 20 inches. It was a lot of snow. There'll be a lot of snow before tomorrow. So I will find my way outdoors with snowshoes or cross-country skis. and I love it. That'd be why you see so many snow globe photos and videos on my Instagram feed. But maybe for you, it's not that at all. Maybe you love weaving or canning or poetry or vlogging, quilting, or keeping up with your 2024 Goodreads challenge. Whatever it is, do it every day. You can learn to do just 15 minutes every day. Your kids will learn that you are doing that thing for 15 minutes because you say to them every day, I love you. And for 15 minutes, I'm doing this. So I'm going to focus on this for 15 minutes. And you can do that ad nauseum until people start to believe you. So what are you doing to develop yourself alongside your homeschool life? We give our kids experiences to explore. We give them books to engage their curiosities. We give them tools to discover. We search for people who might mentor them. We listen and we watch them. We affirm them and we guide them. Each of us is inherently important and valuable too, as much as your homeschool kids. So this 2024 year, I encourage you to include you too, homeschool mama. So though one of your special purposes presently is to lead and guide and nurture your kids, It's also being you outside your responsibilities to reward your little people. You have a unique reason for being on the planet. What might that be? We each have a unique purpose. Seven billion unique purposes. Are you becoming more you as you live this homeschool life? So I encourage you to be more you. Give yourself experiences to explore. Give yourself books to engage your curiosities. Consider giving yourself tools for personal growth. Might I recommend coaching courses or books? Search for people who might mentor you. Listen and watch yourself. What do you need? And affirm yourself. Above all things, affirm yourself. 
because as Ralph Waldo Emerson says, to be yourself in a world that is constantly trying to make you something else is the greatest accomplishment. So what are you going to do to create and craft a vision for your homeschool family in this upcoming 2024 year? I'd love to hear about it. If you would share that with me over on socials, or you can join me in the Patreon support group this Friday, I'd love to meet you. If this podcast was an inspiration or encouragement for you, would you share it with someone you know would benefit too? And would you consider sharing a review on Apple or Spotify? Thank you, Britt, for sharing these words about the podcast. Britt said, if you're looking for a podcast, for someone to understand the conversations already happening in your homeschool parent head, then look for support for a subtle and hilarious sense of humor. Look no further than Teresa. She's a gem. Thanks, Britt. Remember that you can still find the five-day homeschool vision challenge on my website, capturingthecharmlife.com, and you're welcome to join me in the upcoming group coaching program, Foundations of Homeschool Mom Fulfillment, for the homeschool mom who wants to clarify her needs, reduce her stress, and build stronger relationships. I look forward to spending time with you then. Until next week, I want for you and your homeschool kids to turn your homeschool challenges into your homeschool charms. You got this, girlfriend.